Catalina invented one-to-one marketing, so they know that there's a science behind every buy and a unique buyer behind the data. In the first episode of this exciting three-episode podcast series, we explore buyer behavior and learn how retail brands are acquiring new customers with big data, predictive data, merchandising, personalization, and consumer marketing at a mass scale. These are stories about data science, personalization, and the future of marketing. Only the names, voices, and companies have been changed to protect the innocent. 8.03 a.m. Catalina Buyer Science Investigators, Christy Hollings and Bart Jones, Headquarters. Have you ever spent any time in the yogurt aisle? Of course. Who hasn't? Tell me, last time you were there, how many different flavors were there? Yeesh. Too many to count. Tell me about the last new brand you tried. All right, so I was on the road, found this one that was like sweet and spicy. Fruit and some sort of hot pepper, sweet, spicy, creamy, gonzo. I crushed it. It was a real kick in the berries. Yeah, I wish I could remember who made it, though. Yeah, I'll bet that brand wishes you could remember, too. And that's what we're tackling today. How can we help a brand in a hyper-competitive space stand out at launch? Are we still talking about just yogurt? Yogurt has high turnover. The people who buy yogurt buy it frequently, and it's got a deep penetration rate in the marketplace. But think bigger. What products have the same characteristics? Think juice, protein drinks, energy bars, ice cream. There's so much noise out there. Do you know every year there are 10,000 new CPG products launched? And within two years, 85% of them are gone because people don't remember to buy them again. So are you saying the spicy yogurt lost me as a customer? Not necessarily. Your customer journey has just begun. You're unique, which paradoxically makes you the same as 325 million other U.S. consumers. That's the problem. Demographic targeting treats all buyer groups equally, no matter how loyal or how often they buy. I'll watch for coupons in the mail. I'd like to buy more spicy yogurt. I'm sure a deal will come along. I mean, I guess you can leave it up to chance like that, but... Don't you know that give or take 2% of customers buy 80% of a brand's total volume? That's largely true across product categories. To keep you as a customer, a brand really needs to step up. Inserts and FSIs won't cut it. I do want another kick in the berries, as strange as that is to say out loud. Let's ask the Catalina data scientists. They analyze buyer behavior of over 500 million shopper IDs and see over 2 billion UPC purchases daily. 10.17 a.m. Chris Green, Group Director of Brand Development, Anaheim. Chris, we're diving deep into yogurt. Not like literally. There's not, you know, a big tub of yogurt we're diving into. Although that would be delicious, if a bit sticky. We're talking about how a brand can build volume in a super competitive category. Can you help? We think yogurt is a good proxy for any product with a high rate of repeat purchase. Absolutely. You wouldn't believe all the risk and most importantly, the opportunity in this space. Okay, so if there is so much risk, and if they want to increase sales, why don't they just run one of those in-store promotions I always see? Like, hey, buy four for five bucks. I love getting those. My favorite mineral water ran an in-store four 12-packs for 10 bucks promotion recently. Well, let me ask you a quick question. Do you normally buy your carbonated water without a coupon? Well, yeah, I guess I do. Exactly. That's, That's one of the key challenges here, because ultimately, that manufacturer is subsidizing your purchase because they're giving you a discount for something that you would do already. Huh. Okay. So what's the remedy to that then? Well, ultimately the goal is to get somebody to do something a little bit different than what they normally would do. With the right data inputs, 
and ultimately the right AI delivery capabilities, we can create discretionary discounts that marketers can unleash to incent trial, but also to understand how each shopper is behaving following a trial purchase. Getting back to that four for five dollars kind of thing. Brands have to do some of that, which isn't really something we can worry about. So what can we do? So what we can do is identify ways to supplement the other app marketing activities that our manufacturer partners are going to be engaging in. When it comes to a new product launch, for example, what we're trying to do is match the right buyers with the new product. And that is to find the cross-section of the benefits with the right shoppers that are most likely to be interested. But that's not enough. The most important thing to do is not only find the right trier, but find somebody who's going to engage with a brand for a long time. We need to ultimately convert triers into repeat buyers so that they become part of the brand's portfolio and that that brand becomes part of their shopping fabric. Well, if brands spend a lot of time developing new products, wouldn't the people who tried it then stay with the brand long term? Fabulous question. If we found the right audience to speak to and they like the product because there's been so much R&D done to make sure that they've launched the right product, you would ultimately think that they're going to fall in love with it. And while they might fall in love with it, every other brand out there is seeking that person's attention. And what we find is that fall off is severe. After a year, only about 10% of folks that try a new product are still actively engaged. So think about that. All that hard work was done to launch the right product, sell it into the retailer, get it on shelf, get that first engagement. And after a year, nine out of 10 people who tried the product walked away. Wow. Startling statistics. Yeah, it's uh, when you dig in even deeper and you think about the old 80-20 rule, you know, typically 80% of your outcome is driven by 20% of your effort. When we look at brands specifically, we find that only a fraction of 1% of shoppers actually end up driving 80% of volume for the typical new item that is successful. So if you do the math for the small subset of new items that hit the $10 million mark in the first year, $7 million comes from repeat purchases. All that time and effort comes from getting the product in the hands and driving awareness. 70% of that volume is ultimately driven by repeat purchases. And oftentimes, that's the last thing that we end up focusing on as brand marketers. What we're trying to do is establish the relationship with the right type of shopper. Before the first date's over, we should engage them ask for the second date. And the only way to win and launch is to maintain that extended relationship over time with buyers far beyond the initial launch period. So it's critical that not only do you find the right trier, but you invite them back for that second instance. And if the product speaking to them is going to pay significant dividends for a brand. This is great stuff, Chris, but I think we need to go deeper. We know who bought yogurt in the past. How do we target and predict who is most likely to be a loyal customer in the future? We'd better get Dan on the phone. 1.22 p.m. Dan Cropsey, VP of Data Strategy and Solutions, Chicago. We're using machine learning and predictive analytics to analyze what shoppers buy to help us discern why they buy. And that helps us personalize smarter marketing. And the team is getting good at it. You know, we have an advantage, of course, with multiple years and hundreds of millions of shopper card data that we mine for purchase propensities, brand affinities, trial predictions, things of that sort. Now, for trials specifically, our ability to uncover a buyer's underlying motivations behind kind of choice is a huge advantage for brands looking to grow buyer penetration. For example, we know that shoppers who consistently choose the organic option or the heart-healthy option 
Um, when we do that, we can personalize the brand marketing to those specific choice drivers with the brand's unique value proposition. And it's, it's these segments or, or shopper personalities, as we call them, that help us do that. And it's, and it's cool that these personalities span categories. And, and the data is really telling. For example, when we looked at the yogurt category, we can see that top organic brands are, are 9 to 22 times more likely to be purchased by the 4 million plus organic seekers that we have in our database. While that may be intuitive for an organic yogurt, we're finding other affinities in helping brands discover kind of hidden opportunities that they didn't know they even had. What you do sounds like where art meets science. Yeah, and, and, and we use that, that, that science in this particular case, not just to get you know, the most triers for the brand, but really to effectively and efficiently get the most future loyals. Thanks, Dan. I think we've got what we need. 4.17 p.m. Headquarters. I'll tell you what, I had no idea how much you can learn about people just from their shopping carts. If you're a regular shopper, it's easy to take for granted how much can be learned from simply buying yogurt. You're lucky enough to have access to the best in the world at it, and this will be a crash course for you. And to think you didn't even remember which brand you bought, even though you told me how much you liked it. I know. I'll find it. There are so many brands out there all fighting for my attention. You asked me if I spent any time in the yogurt aisle. I had, but I guess I never spent much time thinking about it. And getting people to try something new for the first time is only the tip of the iceberg. After trial, there's differentiation, retention, the journey goes on. With new players entering each space all the time vying for your attention. It gets overwhelming, which teases up for our next episode. This has been a production of Catalina. Despite the challenges of new competitors, product options, and buying choices, smart brands can still win with the power of Catalina's buyer science. Contact your Catalina representative or visit Catalina.com for more information.